So he's explaining to us how the, the concept of mercy tempers judgment, but doesn't undermine it completely. So he says these different ways that, he, that, that Hashem um, treats us with tremendous kindness, the idea of a time delay, the idea of tshuva, the idea of a little bit counting as a lot. So he says, but if one of these ways that we mentioned, um, which where God gives us the opportunity to, to save ourselves from any negative consequences, that if, if, we don't, if a person doesn't take advantage of any of these opportunities, then for sure the attribute of judgment, just, judgment of justice, will not come back empty. Okay, and this meaning that for sure is going to be, a person cannot say that God will just let it go. And that's why the sages, says, as the sages tell us in the Gemara, it says, Ma'arich ape, God is very patient, v'gave delay. But ultimately he'll collect what is, needs to be collected. Okay, so then it turns out, says, and as you recall, this whole thing was really um, going against an argument that people might tell themselves, right? So he, was, he's, he was telling us the different levels of, by which people have relationships with Hashem, the different way of relating to Torah and mitzvahs, that which, which he spoke about in the, in the very beginning, and says this is the third, the third way, there's in some ways the lowest level. Okay, so where, and he's saying that a person could therefore tell themselves is, is when, when, when it comes to trying to make it easier on themselves and not have to work so hard, it says, God will forgive me, God will let it go, He's kind, He's loving, He's merciful, He's patient, all of which is true. Okay, all of which, of course, is true. Um, but ultimately, the argument is false. He says, it says, it says, it comes out that a person who um, wants to open their eyes to the seduction okay, that the Yetzirah is trying to lead them astray with um, in order to not be careful with their deeds. Remember, we're, talking, we're in the subject here of the first of the, of the qualities we need to develop, which is to live consciously. Okay, which living consciously takes work. He's saying a person doesn't want to do that work. He says, oh, I'll be fine, God will forgive me, I don't have to worry about it so much. He says, in order to justify to oneself why they're not going to put in the work to learn to be careful with, with, with their deeds to, to, the, to, the, I mean, to the ultimate extreme which one needs to, to try and become totally aware and live, live consciously and to be very precise with the utmost precision, precision about what we're doing. He says, he says, so this argument is a false argument. Okay, he says... All of these um, different outlooks that a person looks at them, um, right? If, if a person looks properly and understands properly, then they're going to then work to acquire for themselves the mita of zahirus, of living with awareness and consciousness, for sure, um, if, if the person is a bal nefesh. A bal nefesh means a person who cares about themselves, who cares about who can control themselves and wants to um, develop themselves properly and take advantage of the opportunities of this life. So that is the end of that chapter. So this, so just to point out, that he, there's a pattern which goes throughout the whole book. As he introduces um, a quality that we need to, you know, the next step on the ladder that we need to develop for ourselves, um, he, he first defines it, then he, then he will um, tell us the things that we need to do um, in order to acquire it. And then, now we're up to chapter 5, still discussing consciousness, but he says these are the things which will cause us to um, lose awareness and to live without consciousness. And therefore, these are the things that one needs to stay away from. So we'll, since it's a new chapter, we'll begin with that tomorrow.